Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. My friend had always said, when we talked in the past over the internet, she didn't know what to do for the kingdom of heaven. And I wanted to show her some ideas and things that, that I do, you know, to see if the Spirit leads her to do the same things. I found out she does not like to talk to anyone she doesn't know. That, that goes back to the SC paranoia. Another thing that surprised me tremendously she also has never been able to talk to the father. You know, when I heard her say that, and say that she, the people that she knew, they, you know, told her what it was like and me to talk to the father and have a connection to the father. She she said that she never had that connection. She never she never was able to. She couldn't feel it. She didn't she, she doesn't have that ability. When she said that to me, I the spirit was <coughs> was going, you know, listen, 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 you know. But me being me, and, and I was was still, like I said, not really spiritual at the time. I was still little spiritual and mostly flesh. I was trying to, um, to fix her problem. <laughs> her, her fix her problem. Not being able to talk to the Father, now I think back on it. It's so ridiculous. And and so that was, you know, what I had told her what she might need to do or whatever. Um, but you see, you can't learn to speak to the Father. You're either have your spiritual eyes open and you're able to talk to the Father or you don't. And... And that's the part that I didn't recognize I didn't recognize and once we started visiting local I call them churches <laughs> and her family too because she told me about her family that she'd been talking to that you know that <clears throat> she wanted to um, help out spiritually uh, even after I've done studies and she's done the studies with me in the past that that say, listen, um, sorry, but you're not supposed to go to family and friends 
That's not your job. <coughs> and and a little bit of that happened when I when she started to talk about the different family members and the different people um, that, um, you know, that wasn't her job and that, you know, that uh, I was there and they didn't know me, you know, and, and I could talk to them, you see. I could be that person that they knew very little about if it anything, and um, find out if there's we're interested in finding you know out about scripture or any of that stuff, and and so that's what I told her, you know, let's do. So we did. So I said, see how we can help them because she was saying, you know, I tried but they wouldn't listen, and there's nothing I can do to help them, and so anyway, that's. The people that she was, or the work, spiritual work, that she was actually um, doing, she thought. And I said, well, um, see how maybe if I go, you know, we go together and maybe I can um, help them. And, and, um, and so... The thing is <coughs> that after we started visiting her family and friends, a few of them, around the area, a change occurred in our relationship. And she was starting to um, fight me, meaning spiritually fight me. She was, she was, she, a change had occurred in in her in our relationship. And um, when I arrived, I was like a long lost friend. She wanted us to just <laughs> do all kind of stuff together. Do all kind of stuff together. A long lost friend, you know, that she couldn't get enough to spend enough time with, to to talk to, to to get to know, to, to learn. But a few days later she became withdrawn and she was guarded when she talked to me. A change had occurred. A big change. And I and I see these things, you know, I can I can feel this stuff. I saw our relationship go downhill. Sure did. And the biggest, biggest pushback was when I discussed with her, we were I was helping her friends and family and stuff and telling them truth, you know. And uh, and they were seeing the truth. It was actually having a kind of effect on them. And in fact, she said one time, "Well, I've said the same thing to them." 
but I kind of ignored that <clears throat> comment. And and then she started to tell me that her husband was having a difficult time. You know, that was we were still in a good place in our relationship. And she was telling me that her husband was having a good time, a bad time and with his work and that he had to break the law in order to do work. <coughs> for the company he was working with. And, um, and, <clears throat> and I told her, and of course, he of course claims to be a believer. If he wasn't a believer, then I wouldn't have said anything. But he claimed, you know, she told me he was a believer. And she said it bothered him that, you know, he was having to break the law and in order to, to complete his his um, job. And I told her that as a believer, we can't break the law to complete a job. <laughs> you have to have a different mindset. No, the father doesn't say, oh, well, I know you're a believer and I know you're breaking the law, but you got to work, so continue to break the law. No, it doesn't work that way. And, and it was around that time that things changed. And of course, obviously, it was her husband. So I'm assuming <laughs> that she told him what I said. And, and so that's where it all started. The change occurred, you know, probably um, that he was upset that she told him, she told me that he was actually having to break the law uh, to do the work. So he was probably telling her, don't tell her nothing no more <laughs> or something like that. And it isn't like I'm going to turn him in or anything. It's just, you know, I was trying to help. And so, unbeknownst to me, their conversation and the change change was happening um, with her and me because of him and most likely because of her mother-in-law, which she was also talking to all the time. Um, his mother, <coughs> that I was under the mistaken impression that, that, um, that he really didn't want to break the law, that he was really a believer and, and that he, you know, that he actually wanted to act like a believer and that, um, and I, and so I was trying to help them by sharing, you know, she told me his personality and, and what he's, what kind of person he is and, you know, that kind of thing. And he has a natural tendency 
towards being a shepherd, a pastor, you know, that kind of a personality. And so what I did was um, I told her that, you know, instead of worrying about flesh money and trying to get money and, and all that stuff, uh, he should probably try to find out what he, the father wants him to do and spiritually. And it sounds like it's possible that he, that he wants him to start up some kind of a, um, an assembly, a group of believers, you know, that he can work with. And, um, and guess what? I said to her, I said, that would be great for you being his wife. You can support him in that. And you guys can get a stronger relationship <coughs> and spiritual growth. And, you know, and that would be great for you to, um, to do that. And, and, and uh, it might be what the father wants you actually to do which is one of my gifts, I can tell people what the Spirit tells me that they should be doing spiritually. And there was nothing wrong with that part of it or me. I, I saw that clear as a bell with the things that I saw, the way she was and with others and, and you know, him being who he was, that that was absolutely, completely, you know, right on target for them. Well, she didn't like that. Uh, I guess he didn't like that either. <laughs> <coughs> but our relationship had not gotten to a really bad point at that point. She was still my friend. <laughs> and, and interestingly, I had continued to go to those um, local assemblies. And um, and I did not really pay attention to the change. I didn't change towards her, but she had someone change her towards me. I saw our relationship go downhill, start to go downhill, when she didn't want to or like to uh, go to different assemblies anymore with me. She, she, she would at least bring me there. <laughs> And drop me off and then go and come back and pick me up afterwards. Uh, but she wasn't interested in going no more with me to the assemblies. And, um, and one of the last places <coughs> that I went to, um, was 
it was an interesting time. I went into the assembly and there was this uh, guy who was on fire, you know, preacher on fire for spreading the good news. And he was a big time preacher. I mean, spreading the good news. And guess what he did? He owned a truck driving company. <laughs> well, that was a prayer answered. Uh, but when I told her, <laughs> she didn't want anything to do with it. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> we're not interested. <laughs> we're with the company we're with and all that. And so when she told me that, I was like, trouble. There's trouble. So that was going on the first week, by the end of the first week, yes. So instead of doing work for the kingdom, as we were supposed to do, as I was supposed to do with her, uh, she was now more focused on me getting a job and supporting myself. Now, I had never asked her for anything. I had my own money. She just gave me a place to stay while I was there. And, and that's what she didn't want. I'm assuming her husband and her mother-in-law um, were too keen on me staying there anymore. I was, um, I was confused um, by the way things changed. She was acting way too much in the flesh, but I was, I was okay with that. She was, and the other thing that happened is that she wanted me to get a job and get out on my own, but she knew I didn't have a car and she really wasn't interested in helping me get to work. And basically, her attitude towards me had drastically changed overnight. It was pretty much from the time I told her, or we had started, um, you know, talking about her husband's work and, and stuff like that. And I hadn't told her about the truck driver yet, uh, the, the, uh, the me and the preacher. But there was a drastic change. I look back on all of it now and simply put, the demons connected to the people in her life turned her against me. She wasn't interested in going to any place with me. And ultimately, she only wanted to drop me off at the churches. <coughs> That's what it had come down to. Then, that was within the next week, and she became a totally different person when her mother 
in-law returned from vacation. And they came back and she had said they were coming back the next day. And there was a change in her. And I, I met I met them. And and I was there for one day. Yeah, one night. I was there for one night after that. I met them and um and she didn't really want to talk to me anymore. She became cold towards me. We had had a discussion about something that she believed, which was wrong for her and what she was teaching her family and friends. And, and I had to tell her that during that week. Because <coughs> I, I really, I really didn't want to believe that I was going to lose her as my friend. <laughs> as I never want to believe when I lose my friends and, and I do it. <laughs> my Christian friends, I lose them all the time because um, because they are, um, because I have to tell them truth and they don't want to hear it. And so then what she did right before the day I left, she turned her family against me. All those that we had been working with, talking to, uh, trying to help. And, and I became an enemy of everybody. <laughs> and when you become an enemy of people, you know, you can't do the works of the kingdom no more. And I left the next day. And of course, I do not stay where I'm not welcome. You see, as I look back now, many months later, I should have left right away when I noticed a change. But I'm an optimist, and <coughs> and, and I and I thought things would work out. But back then, a week before, when she started to change towards me, and I felt it, I knew it, I actually did buy a ticket to leave. <laughs> yes, back then I did. I, I bought a ticket to leave because I had felt the change. And I should have bought the ticket and left. Had her just drop me off. And, and go. And probably, um, our relationship wouldn't have uh, changed to enemies. I'm not her enemy, she's my enemy, and all her people are my enemy. Um, but it probably wouldn't have. You know, because there was a lot of lot of things going on in that week that I stayed um, that uh, that changed things. Uh, she didn't want to stop being paranoid and trust the father. That's that's right. It's the deal. She 
She didn't want, she wanted to continue to be her paranoid self. And the demons and the people around her stopped her from growing spiritually. Yeah, they sure did. And it saddened me to see this occur in her. And as I think back many years ago, yes, many years ago, the same thing happened with my sister and me. She was pulled away by the demons surrounding the people she was close to. And we never reconnected, me and my sister, my flesh sister. And I have a feeling that my spiritual sister and me will, will never connect again in this flesh age. I forgave Tiffany. <coughs> I forgave her. And I told her so. And I told her I love her because we are both believers. I, I did. I wrote her a letter and I was sorry that things worked the way they, they did. When these, when these things happened to me, you know, from May, June, July, August, September. <laughs> it took me a while to come back from this. And I can tell you, it's now um, 2017. And I'm still not back 100%. When I came back, Um, I went to, um, I didn't, I didn't do studies for talk show. I was doing them sporadically, so sporadically <laughs> that, that people who studied them were wondering why I wasn't posting like I used to. And, uh, and so... You see, the testing is <coughs> everybody's turning against you because you're teaching the truth now about these pagan words, these satanic translation words, and you are under a huge spiritual attack. And you don't even see it. It's, it's part of the problem. I really didn't see it for what it was. And it was one thing after another thing after another thing after another thing. And then after I came back, I went to um, the uh, Church of God um, Fall Fellowship in October. And 
and my relationship because I, I wanted to, to I had I thought I had a good a good friendship with these brethren. <laughs> and I wanted to tell them the truth about the name, which by the way, I found out they knew about the name, but they chose not to use and they want to dwell on the name Jesus instead of his Hebrew name. And and I lost fellowship with them. Yeah, I lost fellowship with them. The question that um, one of the people asked me was, well, Robin, do you think just because I say the word Jesus means that, you know, I'm not saved or whatever word she used? And I said, no. I said, that's not what I believe at all. But I believe that if you know the true name, the name that they called him back when he walked the earth, I believe that you should be using that name. That's what I believe. But the choice is yours whether you use it or not. So that didn't go over too well. And so I pretty much lost that whole group of people. And... Um, and then there was another one that um, was connected to that group, but not really connected to that group. And um, we kind of hung out together and she brought me to a, um, a group of brethren that actually used the name um, in Hebrew for the father and the son. And they actually do studies and stuff. Um, uh, but they still use the pagan words. And, and I was telling her, she was bringing me to this group. And, and <clears throat> I was telling her that it's important for the brethren to know that they're using pagan words. Even though they know about the Savior's name, they know about the Father's name, but they're still using all these pagan words. And, um, and <clears throat> basically, um, what she said was, who do you think you are? <laughs> like, like, I was like, well, that's my job to help people when their doctrine is wrong. And she said, well, that's not my job. And so we kind of didn't end our relationship, but she knew that, that I thought much different than she did anymore. And so, so 
that old group that actually, you know, uh, they knew about a lot of the false doctrines that the regular assemblies have, not talking about the names and the languages and stuff, but the other false doctrines. They don't believe in any of that garbage. And, and, I, and I was thrilled to actually be a part of their group, connected to their group. And, and so I pretty much, <coughs> you know, lost anybody that I knew there. I, you know, so. But uh, it was after, um, after all that, and, and again, another letdown <laughs> in October. Another letdown. Another group gone. Um, and, but I was asked, uh, because it had been a while since I posted things, or I was posting them sporadically on TalkShoe, that, um, that the father had me get back to doing those studies. I started back doing the studies more timely. And, you know, after that, um, I said, you know, that Satan isn't going to stop me um, from doing studies and people asking me about them. So I need to get back to that. So I did. And um, so I, I did the studies, but I did them. And then I didn't do nothing else having to do with spiritual stuff. I was pretty much staying away from the brethren <laughs> of any kind. Um, and I can tell you, I remember at that point, I felt great whenever I did a study and posted it. It was wonderful. I just, I loved doing the studies and, and I loved doing them and it was great. And spiritually, I, you know, come back alive and, and then I post it. Um... At this point, I had lost a brethren that used the word Jesus. I had lost most <laughs> of the brethren that use the correct name. Um, I was the incorrect name, I should say. I was again alone and not connected to anyone. Online, offline. No. Nope. Because I went around locally, tried to talk to people. They didn't want to listen to me. I'd gone through all that stuff with different brethren, and I'd lost them all. And, um, and online, you know, no one wanted to talk to me online. 2016 was a testing year. <laughs> uh, the holidays were not much different. Yeah, they were just holidays to me. They were just holidays. They, I, I was in a place where I was still connected to the Father. But I, 
I wasn't, I, I didn't, um, I didn't really want to get connected with any more brethren to have them turn on me, as they always do. Well, in November of that 2016, I met A little lady <laughs> and she and me interacted and and she was a little old lady and I had been around that time been talking to the father and wanted to improve my circle of people um, because I told you I had gone to the flesh I started doing flesh things studying flesh stuff you know trying to maybe fix me. <laughs> I guess as part of what the deal was, was I was thinking that I was the problem. I mean, everybody was turning against me. Family, friends, brethren, everybody. You know, so I had to, I was trying to figure out what it was that I was doing wrong. You know, what, what in the world was going on? You know, so maybe flesh things. So that's what I did. And and so one of the things that I realized um, was that in reality, I, I really didn't talk to anybody. I mean, people once in a while here and there, you know, over the years. But since I've been in Florida, I mean, I, I really do not have anyone anyone that I talk to um, on a regular basis and most of the time that's pretty good I don't really care about that it's fine with me um, but because I was doing those flesh things and flesh trying to figure out what's wrong with me you know all that baloney stuff that helps flesh people I guess I found out that I didn't have a circle of people and that was before I met this little old lady and I was talking to the father saying you know <laughs> be nice maybe if I could meet some people <laughs> somebody else you know uh, just people you know I wasn't looking for no brethren necessarily <laughs> just you know people um, so anyway, I started to go for a walk again, and um, and I met Marie. I did, and um, it's a funny thing, you know. I walk around the neighborhood all the time, and mostly, mostly the people that are walking around or come out of their houses or driving in their cars or or whatever whenever I uh, get eye contact with them like <laughs> I get blank stares or mean looks of <laughs> these people yeah but Marie was different she was different yeah and you know we connected 
and I'm still connected to Marie. The good part is, the good news, <laughs> is that Marie was actually a believer. And after I got to know her a bit, I told her the truth about the name. And she wanted to know for herself. She she listened to me. And, and so she bought the book and the scriptures, 1998, and she did her own studies and did her own things. And she said, wow, it's amazing about these pagan words. And I said, yes, it is, isn't it? So that was, that was um, a blessing from the father to let me know that, hey, Robin, <laughs> there's a there are still people out here who, you know, that uh, um, that will talk to you about the truth. After I returned from Tennessee, another thing that occurred was I went to a Christian fellowship and met a pastor. I think it was in November. December something like that and met a pastor who has his service at a park <laughs> a park on on Sunday mornings and I, I thought that was pretty cool so I don't believe in buildings <laughs> that's not scriptural but anyway and I also found out while talking to him about a Saturday morning study he does. And I started going there on Saturday mornings. So I had met Marie. I had met this pastor. His little group. And Pal Talk started to pick up. And Sabbath keepers. Um, who were believers. Were being added to my circle. Of people. Yeah because most. Most brethren don't want anything to do with people who <coughs> use the name, the Hebrew name of the Messiah. <laughs> if you don't use the word Jesus and God, um, you know, they get pretty upset at you. But there are some, and on Pal Talk I've met a few. Um, that actually like to use the word, <laughs> the Savior's Hebrew name, which is good. And I also met a little Muslim girl on Pal Talk who, who lives in Afghanistan and is 10 years old. And as I've gotten to know her, I find that she has a very difficult life as a young Muslim girl. Yeah, I met her during the holidays, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but you know, as I think back, I don't really think that my life is bad. None of that. I don't, I don't take pity on myself. I just see it for what it is and the people for what they are. But after getting to know her, it's, and she's in basically prison, 
of her family. Um, and all she knows is hate in her heart. And it's horrible. Just a horrible thing that, you know, when you're connected to the Father, you're, you're spiritually, you know, know things and you you spiritually grow and you have joy and love in your in your heart you can't do that in the way she has to live the holidays came and went without any major changes i was just starting to meet people here and there but i was very leery <laughs> uh, that's for sure about people um it looks like I will be heading to Oklahoma City in March on business. That should be interesting. I never thought I'd be able to do that, but it looks like that's going to happen. It is the new year, 2017. And I can tell you I am in a kind of waiting place. Unfortunately... My studies are still sporadic. And since the beginning of the year, I have been mostly focusing on the flesh world. Yes. <laughs> For even probably even before 2017. <laughs> I'm focusing on the flesh world. I can feel a difference in my walk with the Father. But I am still connected to him. So many trials were given to me to endure. And my spirit is not as strong as it used to be. And... And that'll change. But even though Satan and his demons are, <laughs> are attacking me, trying to get me to, you know, turn back to saying the word Jesus, so I'll have all these Christian friends, which I don't want, um, and all of that stuff, that... It's okay, because I know the truth. And I won't go back to using pagan words at all. And I will be getting back strong spiritually. It'll just take some time. So, as you walk your path and journey, and as you go along your spiritual walk, there's going to be some down times. You'll see it in scripture all the time. And sometimes there's down times. And if I had way back then, when I found the truth about pagan words and stuff, and if I had stuck close to the Father and not tried to fix things my own way, I don't think I would have experienced all the stuff that I've experienced.
Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.